Welcome to Publishing Gribble, the podcast that breaks the rules and helps you kickstart your career as a successful nonfiction author and entrepreneur. I'm your host, Melina Benson. Hello, hello, friends. In this first solo episode, I want to share with you five ways for being smarter about your video. In the last episode, you heard Desiree Martinez pour from her enormous experience as a video creator and YouTuber. Now, I also wanted to give you some actionable tips to either improve what you are already doing or to get started with your videos today. So let's start with why video is mandatory. Well, first of all, social media algorithms love video. So you will actually get seen a lot more if you are posting videos. Also, videos will help you with relatability and building that human connection that you need to build with your audience. When you're using video, you can show rather than tell. That also means that you will be tapping into more learning styles. And video is also a way for you to quickly create quite a lot of free original content. And depending on what content you're creating, one of the things that I love the most about video is that they can have a very long shelf life and they are great for discoverability and organic growth. And finally, video can also help you show up at the top of the Google search result page. So here are the five tips. Tip number one, good quality recording. So if people are going to watch your video, it has to be nice to look at. So here are some tips for getting that good quality easily. You can use daylight or you can purchase what is called a ring light. So that is a lamp that has the form of a ring that you place in front of you. That will distribute the light very nicely. But you can also just be sitting in front of a window that has good light. Just make sure that you have good light and it's not too dark. Then, when it comes to gear, you can use a DSLR camera, you can buy a small web camera, or you can just use your phone. Laptop cameras are quite often lower quality, so I do suggest that you avoid those. But your smartphone is perfectly fine to getting started, and I personally only use my DSLR for certain types of videos. So you can definitely start with your phone. I do suggest you consider something to mount your camera on, no matter whether you're using your phone or a DSLR. So maybe a stand or something else, but you can also just be creative and pile up some books and then put your camera on top of that. You just want to make sure that you can get the perfect angle. That brings me to the next one about eye contact. So you should be looking at the camera, not at yourself on the screen. This way you will disconnect from the audience, so you do need to look at the camera eye. In terms of audio, audio is super important, but you can buy a quite cheap microphone. I do suggest you use a microphone, but you can buy at a quite reasonable price on Amazon or somewhere else. And the other parts of creating a good audio environment is that you kind of pile up textiles, carpets, blankets, linens, pillows, whatever you can find in your house to create an environment where the audio waves cannot travel so far from where you're talking into the microphone. 
And my final tip for good quality is that you put your vanity up for sale. Do the real you. Focus on the value that you're bringing and create a real connection. Make it about them, not about you. So that was tip number one. Tip number two is to batch record. I suggest that you set off a whole day for nothing but recording. Plan the actual content the day before and get everything ready, your gear set up, everything. And then the next day when it's recording day, you make sure you have different sets of clothes to shift between and also that you can put your hair up, put your hair down to create some variety in your videos so nobody has to know that you did everything in the same day. And then here's my pro tip. Before you start recording, turn on the camera and then you do your happy dancing. This way you will be smiling when you're on camera and some of that stiffness and feeling a little bit uncomfortable if you're feeling like that, that goes away. It's much easier. And also expect that you will be redoing the first video multiple times. But then after a while, you will become more stable in your production. So for that reason alone, it's a good idea to batch record because the first videos are always the hardest to do. So once you get going, you can produce quite a lot without much effort. Tip number three, I call that the ask strategy. And this is all about coming up with ideas for your content. So I suggest you plan your topics and keywords based on SEO analysis so that you know that there are actually people searching for whatever it is you're going to create content about. Keywords Everywhere is a small Chrome extension that you can install on your computer. It's very easy to install. Just Google Keywords Everywhere or use the link in the show notes and that will help you learn what people are actually searching for. Then also I want to suggest to you that whenever you are searching for an answer yourself and you don't find it, that's a great topic to creating a video about because there's an empty space and people are probably looking for that same answer. And the final part of the ask strategy is that you create videos to answer questions that people are asking you personally or in a Facebook group or if you have your community hosted on your website. So when somebody is asking a question, you will serve all of your community, plus maybe some people outside your community, if you're posting it on YouTube, with an answer for that question in your video. So that was tip number three. Now tip number four is about repurposing your video. So you can be smart about your video by using it in multiple ways once you have created it. So repurposing means that you are adapting and changing the content to serve your audience or customers in more than one place. So for example, small clips of less than 60 seconds are perfect for Instagram. You can also transcribe the whole video and create a blog post. You can also put your video on YouTube and then instead of uploading the video directly to your website, you embed the video from YouTube to your website. This way that every time somebody is watching the video on your website, it will also help your Google ranking because 
YouTube is owned by Google. So you're both getting views on the YouTube video, but you're also getting Google ranking. Facebook is also best for short videos. So you can create a snapshot to inspire people to watch the longer video that you put on your YouTube or your blog. The exception is live video on Facebook, which should be longer. So a good long teaching on Facebook Live can be exported as a video afterwards and cut into smaller videos. But there are so many ways that you can repurpose content. So what is important here is that you consider your repurposing strategy when you plan your content so that you optimize the form and the structure for what you're going to use the video for and that you have clean sections that you can easily cut out for other purposes. So repurposing was tip number four. And now we are getting to tip number five, capture data. So this is too much of a comprehensive topic to go in depth here. And I will dive more into this in future episodes. But I do want to highlight a few things that you can consider. The first thing here is about learning what your audience loves. You can install the free extension TubeBody to help you get success on YouTube. In episode 15, I will have Rob Balazabas on the show to talk more about this. Meanwhile, you can check it out using the link in the show notes. TubeBody will give you a great toolbox, including a keyword explorer, a thumbnail generator, ranking tools, and also data analysis for testing what works on YouTube. The second part of capturing data is to start collecting data for highly targeted advertising on Facebook. So once you published your video, you go to your Facebook business manager and then you set up custom audiences for that video. You do that by going to business.facebook.com, you log in and then you select audiences and then from there you select custom audiences. Select the Facebook source video and then go through all the settings. The idea here is that you ask Facebook to store information about who was interested in your video. You can then later use that information to show ads to those people. For example, you share a short video identifying three major problems that people in your niche has when they whatever it is they want to do. But you're not going to give them the solution. Then you create a second video to offer more of that solution and maybe invite them to a webinar or to join a group. And that second video you turn into an ad that is shown to the people who watched the first video. This way, you will only show your ad to people who already showed an interest in the topic. And Facebook will know that because they were watching the video and people don't watch a video on Facebook unless they are interested. Okay? So I have one final tip here, and that is to always think about how you can create paths for your audience to warm up. This is an overall tip. 
You want people to warm up and get to know you before your pitch. Hard sell videos are rarely successful, especially if you're in a competitive market or you sell at a higher price point. This is also why you shouldn't be too scared of simply getting started if you aren't currently creating videos. It is all about sharing something of value and let people experience your awesomeness. So that's it for now. In the next episode, I'm talking to Lou Mangiello. He shares an interesting view on how to build a thriving, self-driven community and which media that are best to do so. If you enjoyed the show, please help me get it out to more entrepreneurs and small business owners by rating the show and writing a review. What you need to do is to open the show on your smartphone and scroll down past the four or five episodes that are displayed, and then you will see a space called Rating and Reviews. And all you need to do is to tap how many stars you want to give. I would love if that was five. And if you have two more minutes, hit write a review and let me know what you love so I can give you more of exactly that. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Bye for now.